Welcome to the Art of Mortgage Marketing Podcast, where you'll learn the secret sauce, what it really takes to build a thriving mortgage business doing what you love without relying on cold calling or annoying realtors. And now, let's join your host, Doran Aldana. What's up, everybody? Doran Aldana here from MortgageMarketingCoach.com. Hope you guys are having a phenomenal day. Welcome to our first Facebook Live of 2018, baby. Kicking the year off with a bang. And uh, now it's time to launch into growing your business at the next level. We don't want just little. We don't want a little, just tiny, itty bitty step up. We want a monumental, unprecedented breakthrough, and have the ability to be able to uh, not just make more money, but have more fun, more freedom, more lifestyle. And that's really what these are about, these Facebook Lives, is equipping you guys to win. And so uh, today's certainly no exception. Today, today we're going to talk about how to build a $100 million team. I've been in the game coaching mortgage professionals since 2005, so it's definitely not my first rodeo. And I've worked with lone soldiers who are just the, you know, the chief cook and bottle washer, wearing all their hats, juggling all the balls themselves. And then I've also worked with high-level players, broker owners, uh, sales managers, and team leaders, and owners of their own uh, mortgage companies. And so I've seen the full spectrum. And what I'm going to give you is just a synthesized, condensed version of everything that I've learned over the last 13 years in terms of how to build a kick-ass superstar team, the mindset, the tactics, the strategies, and what it really takes to build a winning team. I've got two different companies. I've built sales teams and uh, still continue to build sales teams to this day. So this none of this is theory. This is all in the trenches on the front lines of capitalism stuff that I've learned through blood, sweat, and tears, trials and tribulations, trouble and struggle. And I'm going to give you what I know works based on experience. All right. That's all I can speak to is what I know to work based on my experience. So, the first question to ask is, why do you need a team? Why do you even want a team? Why bother going through the process? Some people say, Doran, I couldn't be bothered with that. You know, I just want to keep things simple. I want to do my own thing. I want a nice, simple, elegant business where I'm just making 100, 200 Gs a year. And uh, I don't want to have to babysit. I don't want to have to change diapers. I don't want to have to manage people, hire people, train people. And if that's the case, that's cool. Uh, if that's the case and that's what you want and you don't want to grow a team, you don't want the added freedom that comes from having a team, you don't want the added income and leverage that comes from having a team, then this is probably not for you because this is all about leveraging the talent and time of your team to be able to take your freedom, your income, your lifestyle, your leadership to a whole other level. So if that's inspiring to you, if that's why you got into this business, because you want true freedom, then this is definitely something you're going to want to tune into because this is going to be right up your alley. And it's going to be very relevant to you. And you're going to want to take notes and execute as much as you deem relevant from this Facebook Live as possible. So why have a team? Well, there's a few things to consider. One is if you want to take your income to the next level, if you want to add an extra 100K, for example, to your annual revenue, for every 100K that you want to bring into your business, if you do the math and then you take two weeks off of vacation and you're working a 40-hour work week, your time needs to be worth 50K, 50, uh, $50 per hour. $50 per hour. So if you want to make 100K, your time needs to be worth $50 an hour. If you want to make 200K, your time needs to be worth 
200K or $100 per hour. If you want to make a million, your time needs to be worth 500 bucks per hour. So the more you want to earn, the more your time needs to be worth in terms of how productive you are, how profitable you are, how yielding your time is. So that's one of the things you're going to notice is as you want to reach higher for higher ground in your business with your income, you're going to need to make your time more potently powerful and profitable when it comes to how much you're able to yield from that time. And if you're doing stuff that you could delegate for five bucks an hour, 10 bucks an hour, 15 bucks an hour, or even 50 bucks an hour, if you want to be making a million, your time needs to be worth five relationships. You like to bring in the leads, but you don't like dealing with all the minutiae and operations. If that's the case, then you want to set up your business to set you free from all that so you can do what you do best and get the best to do all the rest. You guys with me? So that's another reason why you're going to want team. So you can delegate, outtask, outsource all the stuff that doesn't fuel your fire, that doesn't have you feel joy and passion and fulfillment, the stuff you don't love. Other people love where you are weak. Other people are unique. So you can delegate that stuff out. So that way you're dancing in your strengths and you're getting your people to dance in their respective strengths. So everybody wins. You win, your team wins, your clients win. And obviously you're able to make more money, have more freedom. So that's some of the things you're probably going to want to consider when, it, when you're looking at whether or not you actually want to go through the, the hassle or the time or the energy or the investment of building a team, because it's going to take some, let's be real. It's going to take something to build a team. You know, if it was easy, everyone would be doing it, (laughs) but it ain't easy. If success was easy, everyone would be successful. You know, everyone would be rich, fit, and happy. Most people are fat, broken, unhappy. Why? Because it takes something. It takes hustle. It takes leadership. It takes massive action. It takes discipline. And this is certainly no exception. So uh, if you want to just have a glorified job trading time for money, then don't bother with the team. You can do it all yourself. If you want to have a business that sets you free and gives you optimal lifestyle and optimal income and optimal leverage and something that is more saleable if you decide to exit down the line or when you decide to exit, it's something more valuable to a buyer so you can cash out with a whole lot more zeros and commas on that check that comes in from the buyer, then you'll definitely want to dial in a team and dial in systems that undergird that team. So now that you've perhaps decided whether you want to get into building a team or not, let's get into the next step. The next step is looking at your business as if it's already complete. As Stephen Covey would say, start with the end in mind. You've got to see it in your mind before you see it in reality. In other words, you've got to dream about it before you live it. So visualize and feel your dream team as if you already have it. Imagine your business complete as if you already have it in place the way you want it, with the right people, the right talent, and the right seats on your bus, doing the right roles. So when you think of building your team, What do you think of? If you just were to automatically notice when you think of building your team, what automatically comes to mind? Do you think of success? Do you think of freedom? 
Or do you think of the last mishire? Do you think of the last blunder where you hired the wrong person? They wasted your time. They were a drama queen. They became your competitor. You ended up having to clean up a bunch of messes. They left a wake of chaos and disaster behind them. When you think of building your team, what's the first thing that comes to mind? Well, if it's negative, if it's anything but positive, that is going to project into your future. Because when you think of building a team, those emotions start to creep in of all those negative blunders and failures, so to speak, that didn't work out when it came to hiring the right people. You guys with me? And that's going to project into your future. It's going to be like a monkey on your back that's going to constantly be a concern, a worry, a fear that will project into your present and into your future. So you got to clear off, get that monkey off your back and start to imagine your business as if it's the divine perfection that you intend for your business. If you had it the exact way you want it, total divine perfection, what would it look like? How many people would you have on your team? What kind of people would they be like? What kind of energy, what kind of culture would you have between the dynamics of your team members? What kind of results would you be generating? What kind of synergy would you have? You want to visualize that. You want to feel that. You want to taste the fruit of that synergy in your mind's eye and feel it in your heart. It's getting exciting just thinking about it, isn't it? So you start to see it and feel it before it actually happens. So in order to team build, you've got to dream build. You've got to see it. You've got to feel it. And then from that feeling, you start to attract the right people, the right circumstances. All sorts of things start to orchestrate in your environment to bring the right people, the right resources, the right connections into play. But it starts with your vision, your feeling your vibration of success because you're owning that victory in advance. Does that make sense, guys? So you got to get that monkey off your back if you've had blunders and failures and so-called mishaps in the past that didn't work out when it comes to hiring. Shake it off. Take it as a learning experience. And now start to own your victory as if you already have it. See it, feel it, own it. The third thing you want to do is you want to just resolve in your mind, in your heart, that you will not accept anything less than a superstar. Superstars only. You guys with me? Superstars only. In other words, you will not accept a dud, only a stud. You will not accept a chump, only a champ. That you have a standard within yourself that you will not compromise on. And your purposeful intention is to build a team of eagles, of superstars, not chickens, not duds, but studs. You you guys with me? So in other words, you've got to have that standard within yourself because if you have that standard and you just demand of yourself that you will never settle from that standard, then you will attract superstars because the mantra of a superstar recruiter and leader is superstars only. A $100 million producer that has a kick-ass superstar team whether they know it or not, unconsciously or consciously, they have a standard that they will not accept anything less than a superstar. And just that one distinction alone will make a massive difference because what you accept, you enable. Let me say that again. What you accept, 
you enable. It's like parenting, right? If you accept backtalk, if you accept dishonoring remarks, if you accept disrespect, guess what? You enable it. And so we have to set boundaries, standards of what we will allow, what we will accept in our lives. And this is certainly no exception. Okay, so superstars only. That's the mantra that you want to be incantating and affirming every single day. Superstars only. Okay, guys? So the fourth thing now is you want to draw out an organizational chart. So this is taking the big vision and the big feeling as if it's already complete and now starting getting more distinction on paper as to what your business would look like. You could do a Google search for organizational chart. There might even be a template with boxes if you want it already pre-done. So this is pretty easy to do. But basically, it's a chart with you at the top, right, as the owner. And then you might have the... Um, uh, operations manager. If you're building a sales team, you might have a sales manager. And under operations, you might have your uh, account, you know, bookkeeper. You might have uh, your loan officer assistant. You might have your underwriter. You might have your processor. You might have a loan partner. You get the idea. You might have an office administrator or marketing assistant. So you're going to have a bunch of different personnel people underneath the manager. Now, in the beginning, you're going to be owning all those roles yourself, but eventually you're going to have top talent in each one of those areas, in each one of those roles. Okay. So you want to start with the end in mind again and draw out your organizational chart. Same thing on the sales side. If you're building a multi-million dollar company, you don't want to be the sales manager yourself indefinitely. So you're probably going to want to have a sales manager or a director of sales. And then underneath that, you might have a sales manager. And underneath that, you uh, will probably have your loan officers or in Canada, they call them mortgage agents. And uh, you might have a, a sales, uh, inside sales person. You might have an appointment setter. You might have an app taker, right? So all those people are different people within the sales side. So again, you're going to have different buckets or different seats on your proverbial bus and you want to make sure you have the right people on those seats but it starts first and foremost by having a visionary picture of what your business is going to look like when it's complete okay so draw out your organizational chart what does your business look like when your dream team is in place you guys with me if you guys have any questions by the way just go ahead and pop in a uh, comment I'm watching the comments right now, so I'm happy to clarify anything that comes up. If you have any questions, comments, observations, just go ahead and pop them in there, and I'll be happy to answer them for you. Um, the fifth thing you want to do now is start with a superstar admin. The question really is, where do I start, Dorn? Okay, I've got this organizational chart. Where do I start? I mean, frankly, I'm still getting started, Dorn. I don't even know when I'm start, start, uh, supposed to hire someone. I mean, how many, how much revenue am I supposed to be bringing in before I make my first hire? That's a very good question. And then the next question is, who do I hire? Who's the best strategic first step for me? So I'm glad you asked. Let me answer that for you. So most people wait too long to hire someone. Most people are the chief cook and bottle washer wearing all the hats for way too long. They have the mantra, if, if, if uh, I want it done right, I've got to what? Do it myself. Sound familiar? Right. Well, if you have that mantra, that's going to keep you stuck in a rut, in stagnation for way longer than you should be. So the very first step is to hire a marketing admin person who can help you drive revenue. You can start them part-time, spare time, in, in between time, and then scale them up to full-time. If you hire them 
out of uh, Philippines or somewhere international, we're talking five bucks an hour. If you hire someone local, probably about 15 to 20 bucks an hour. So if you don't need them in your bricks and mortar office, go ahead and hire someone out of the Philippines. Five bucks an hour, it's chump change. We're talking like maybe 150 to 300 bucks a month to get started working part-time. And you'll be amazed how much you can offload to them in terms of administrative duties tied to getting your database marketing going. If you have a database, you'll want to be sending out weekly email tips. You want to be sending out uh, requests for reviews. You're going to be wanting to send out requests for referrals of people who give you a five-star review. You're going to want to be sending out gift baskets to the workplace after closing the annual mortgage review campaign once a year with your clients to maximize repeat and referral business. You get the idea. There's a lot of campaigns, a monthly newsletter by direct mail, all that stuff involves administration and you don't want to get bogged down with that five to $15 per hour minutia. You want to offload it to someone else on your team. So a marketing administrator, write this down, superstar marketing admin assistant. That's the very first hire. So in my client acceleration formula in module two, I give you my secret sauce formula on how to hire that person, what to have in your ad, all the words that work to attract the right people, how to screen out the duds and identify the studs, what to look for in ideal candidates, how to, uh, you know, sift through the gravel to find the proverbial gold nuggets, the winners, the champions. Okay. So you're going to want to, again, make sure you start this right away. I don't care if you're brand spanking new, anyone in this business who has an ounce of ambition and a few pennies to rub together in terms of a uh, marketing budget should be able to, you know, spend 150 bucks a month to have an admin assistant help you with marketing. Wouldn't you agree? So anyone and everyone should be doing this. And far too many mortgage professionals delay on this. And that's why they stay stagnant for way too long. So a superstar admin person. Now you may also want to have an appointment setter. Appointment setters are a little more money. They're usually about 15 to 25 bucks an hour USD. You can find them on different outsourcing sites like Upwork and such, but they can set appointments for you with realtors. They can set appointments for you with clients. So that's kind of an inside salesperson. So that's probably another hire after the marketing and mint person you want to look at is an appointment setter just to help you book more appointments. The more appointments you have with clients, the more appointments you have with prospects, the more appointments you have with realtors, the more money you'll make. Simple as that. And so you want to be in front of qualified people more often to get more repeat and referral business. The more qualified quality prospects you're in front of, the more money you'll make. Simple as that. It's literally that simple. Uh, Then you want to look at, so step five now is adding operational staff. So operational staff would be all things under the umbrella of client fulfillment, getting the deal done, getting the deal closed from A to Z. So we're talking underwriter, processor, loan officer, assistant, or a loan partner who can help manage all the minutia from app to close. Um, An operations manager, for those of you doing 500 Gs plus, you might want to look at getting an operations manager to handle all the operations, especially if you're doing over a million. If you're doing over a million, you definitely want to get an operations manager. And so the key is to make sure you're checking. Anytime you do a hire, make sure you're checking references. Don't let, don't hire a single soul until you check three references and you've gotten emphatic rave reviews, five-star rave reviews that they are awesome. 
You can't trust that they're awesome unless you get three qualified references saying they're offer, uh, they're awesome with proof that they're awesome. That's how you know they're a superstar. Superstarness leaves a wake of superstarness. Superstars leave a wake of superstarness. So make sure you check those three references. Another thing you probably want to do is use the DISC, um, D-I-S-C, uh, profile personality assessment. Salespeople should be high S and certainly high I and maybe high D, but definitely high I and high S. Operations people should be very high S and C, high S and C. Now, uh, salespeople could be high D as well. They're a little bit more difficult to be, deal with because they're more leader types and they're, you know, calling their own shots and they're difficult people to lead because they're leaders themselves, right? They're the Donald Trumps of the world. Um, they're the, you know, Oprah's of the world. They're very, very high D. Okay. So you're going to want to actually Oprah wouldn't be high D. It'd be more like Margaret, Margaret Thatcher would be a high D, right? So what you want to do is you want to hire high I and high S for salespeople and high S and C. S is steadiness. They're steady. They're consistent. They like structure. They like to follow a proven formula. Okay. So they're coachable. High I means that they're, uh, they're, they're influential. They're inspirational. They're, they have an amazing ability to connect with people and have people trust them. That's a really important trait for salespeople. High C is that they're very compliant. They will follow protocol and procedure and regulation. Okay. They will follow the rules. So for operations people, high S and high C are really important because they're reliable. That comes from the S. They will follow a proven structure. They're very steady. They're very consistent. They're very reliable. They like routine. And C means that they're very compliant. They will follow policy, procedure, protocol. Okay. So operations, high S. Hi, C. I don't hire anybody unless I do a disc profile. You can get your disc profile by going to Tony Robbins' website, tonyrobbins.com. Check out the disc profile. You'll be amazed um, what you'll see when you look at your own personality profile. You'll learn a little bit about yourself, or it'll confirm and affirm what you already know about yourself. And then use it for hiring. It's a really powerful tool. It'll give you a lucid look at what you're looking at for that person, what they're like, what their leanings are, the gravitational pulls, their proclivities. And then it also gives you, gives you their values. And it's really important to look at their values to see what, uh, what is really their, their um, personality bents, if you will. What's important to them? What do they value most in life? And uh, that'll be really helpful when hiring. Okay, so you definitely want to hire operational staff um, as you grow. But start with that superstar marketing admin person and maybe start again beyond that with inside sales or at least an app taker or at least a, an appointment setter. Appointment setters are easy. They don't need really much training. They just need to learn a script on how to set appointments for you. So that's a really uh, powerful next step on the sales side if you want to hire someone on the sales side, an appointment setter. And then uh, the seventh thing you want to do is you want to add sales staff. So different roles on the sales side of things would be appointment setter. Uh, they can take applications. They could do uh, uh, set appointments for your annual mortgage reviews. If you have a database, they could set appointments with realtors. If you don't want to have to be you know, calling realtors, you can get an appointment setter to do that for you. And if you have a kick-ass value proposition, like you've got more 
uh, pre-approvals than you have realtors to refer to, then that could be a relatively easy value proposition for an appointment setter to book appointments for you on your behalf. So consider that. Uh, app takers, inside salespeople, loan officers where they're 100% commission, or in Canada, they call them mortgage agents on 100% commission. So those are the different uh, sales roles. And then you're going to want, if you're wanting to build a team of salespeople, you need a recruiting engine. One of the best ways to recruit people is through LinkedIn. So um, I'm actually going to be rolling out a course very shortly um, in the next month called the Realtor, the um, Recruiting Acceleration Formula. It's a brand new course, Recruiting Acceleration Formula. And I'm going to unpack how to do all this stuff. So if that's of interest to you, uh, definitely reach out to me by private message on Facebook. Uh, you can also uh, do that through the Facebook group, Art of Mortgage Marketing, number one uh, mortgage marketing group on the planet on Facebook right now, Art of Mortgage Marketing. So you can reach out to me there as well through instant message. But uh, again, you're going to want to start with marketing admin person, then maybe an appointment setter, and then everything else from operations to building a 100% commission sales team. And then, of course, there's more to do in terms of how to lead that team, how to grow that team, how to nurture that team, how to build a success culture with that team. And that really leads to my eighth point, which is weekly impact meetings. There's probably nothing more powerful than a weekly impact meeting. You can have a weekly impact meeting with your operational staff. In the beginning, it'll just be your marketing admin person. And then as you grow, you'll add more and more operational staff to that meeting once a week, just one hour per week. You can also do it on the sales side. So once a week, you have an impact meeting meeting with your sales team. You might have a marketing department too, and you'll have an impact meeting with your marketing uh, uh, team. So you'll potentially, depending on how big you want to grow, you'll have three meetings per week for one hour, an operations meeting, uh, a, a sales impact meeting, and a marketing impact meeting. Those are the kind of the three big departments that you'll want to be working with the personnel in those respective departments to help them get better, to help them improve, to open up conversation on what's working as well as what's not working, how to put policy and procedure and protocol in place to improve your business based on systems as opposed to just flying by the seat of your pants so that that way every week you're getting a little better. Every week you're pushing the ball a little further down the court. Every week you're peeling back the layers of the onion and you're getting your business more streamlined, more systematized, and set up to work while you're not working and you're building culture. You're building a success culture. You're building synergy, cohesion, connection. Your team is getting closer together and working closer together and you're brainstorming ideas for how to fix problems and challenges. It's incredible the power of the weekly rhythm of a weekly meeting. So if you have a team already and you're not doing a weekly meeting, I'm telling you, you are leaving a ton of money on the table, and more importantly, a ton of success, success culture on the table by not doing that. There's so much upside potential, so much benefit, so much synergy and collaboration that you're missing out on by not having a weekly meeting. If you can't handle it weekly, do it bi-weekly. I don't care. Just find a rhythm that works for you and then just start to do it. Start off by celebrating wins and victories and progress that you can praise and then talk about what's not working yet the way it needs to be working what's holding us back from being uh, the best in our industry what's holding us back from going from good to great 
and get people to share what's going on in the trenches that ain't working yet. And then you work together as a team to fix those challenges. And you don't have to fix all the challenges yourself. You can get your team to work with you and work even for you to get that stuff done. And that's the beauty of it. You're leveraging the talent and time of your team to get this stuff really fixed for you long-term. And by fixed, I mean you get systems that are undergirding the solution to the challenge. So if you have a problem with customer service, chances are there's a policy, a procedure, or a system that needs to be put in place to fix that problem long-term. What's the difference between McDonald's and Bob's Burger Joint? McDonald's doing 40 billion plus, Bob's Burger Joint doing 250,000 per year. The difference is systems. That's how they can have a, you know, an army of pimple popping teenagers in operations to undergird a $40 billion company. How do they do that? They do that through systems, policy, procedure, protocol. And so having those weekly meetings will allow you to put those systems in place, whether it be on the operations side or the sales side. If you are doing sales meetings, that's a perfect opportunity to celebrate people's wins, to affirm them, to encourage them, to celebrate their successes, to recognize them, to enact your rewards and recognition program, to give trophies out, to give rewards out, to show the top ranking of who's doing what and at what level on the team and cultivate some healthy competition between members on your team. That's always a good thing. So again, use those weekly meetings strategically. Does that make sense, guys? So I have a... Uh, a comment here from Heather, Heather Brandt. She says, I hope you uh, wrote a book with all this great info on it. Thank you for this wealth of knowledge. Yeah, I'm going to roll out a course on this. Thank you very much, Heather. Uh, it's called Recruiting Acceleration Formula. So um, stay tuned for that. That's going to be coming out shortly. But uh, thank you for your kind words. I'm glad you're getting value from this. If you guys have any other questions or comments or observations, please do uh, just chime in in the comments section. I'm happy to help you out with that. So let me just do a quick recap on the eight steps to building a $100 million team, okay? Step one is you need to see the need for the team. You need to see the value in building a team. If you don't see the value in it, you're not going to do it, obviously. Step two is visualize and feel the dream team in advance as if you already have it. Don't wait to have the team first to feel it and see it. You have to see it and feel it first in your heart and your mind before you're going to see it in reality. And then just demand of yourself, commit, resolve within yourself. You will only hire superstars, superstars only. And then step four is draw out your organizational chart. So who's going where when your business is complete? What different positions are you going to have in place with superstar top talent in each respective role? And then step five is start with a superstar marketing admin person. Start there. I don't care if you're a veteran or a newbie. That's where you start. If you don't have that person, that's the person you need. If you already have them, start working them like a rented mule because that's one of the most valuable positions you can leverage to get more marketing out the door so you can get more revenue in the door. And then step six is add your operations staff. Um, so you're going to look at personnel to help fill all those different operational positions to get everything from A to Z, from app to closing, taken care of for you. So you're not bogged down with the minutia. And then step seven is add sales staff, inside sales, 
hundred percent commission salespeople, appointment setters, et cetera, whatever's relevant to you and what kind of business you want to build. And the last but not least is uh, book a reoccurring event called a weekly impact meeting with the different departments in your team uh, up to three different departments, depending on how big you want to scale your business, starting with operation impact meetings, sales impact meetings, and marketing impact meetings. So those are the big three departments. Okay. So uh, I hope you found that helpful guys. Um, if you guys want more help getting clarity on where you are, where you want to be at the end of 2018, looking at, you know, the year past as if now you are there December 31st, 2018, and you're looking back at what you accomplished. You want to have clarity in advance of that. What would make this year a breakthrough year? So if you want clarity on where you are now and you want really lucid clarity on where you want to be, and most importantly, perhaps, how to get there. How are you going to get unstuck? How are you going to start to get traction? How are you going to stop spinning your wheels and moving your business forward at a higher level? The shortest path to the cash, the lowest hanging fruit, we offer a complimentary strategic breakthrough coaching session for one hour. And you can book yourself into our calendar. We're really slammed right now. As you can imagine, January is a very popular time of year for us. So we're really slammed. So you may have to wait for a week or two before you can fit into the calendar. Um, but you can check our availability by going to free, uh, pardon me, go to um, mortgagemarketingcoach.com forward slash apply. I actually typed that in wrong. So let me do that again. Um, <laughs> I did it wrong. It's uh mortgagemarketingcoach.com forward slash apply. Put it up on the screen again here for you. So if you guys want to have a complimentary breakthrough session, obviously this is first come first serve while time permits in our calendar, then go to mortgagemarketingcoach.com forward slash apply and book yourself in for a complimentary breakthrough session. All right, guys. So unless you have any further questions, we are going to sign off. But that's really what it takes to build a 100% um, leveraged business where you're leveraging the time and talent of your team instead of being the chief cook and bottle washer wearing all the hats. If you want a business that sets you free instead of having a glorified job trading time for money, this is the ticket. Those are the eight steps right there to do it. Is it easy? No. But anything worthwhile ain't going to be easy. Right? Anything worthwhile ain't going to be easy. And that's why there's so much glory in climbing the mountain and getting to the summit. Wouldn't you agree? Because few are willing to pay the price for success. Everyone wants to be a champion. Very few people are willing to pay the price to become a champion. But if you're willing to pay the price, if you're willing to do the work, if you're willing to learn, grow, and, and advance your leadership skills, this is really a, a beautiful, awesome, and rewarding way to not only grow yourself, but also have the thrill of growing other people and developing other people and seeing other people win, not just being the hero yourself, but making heroes. So if that sounds inspiring to you, then uh, it's just a matter of getting started, my friends. And those are the eight steps to uh, rock 2018 and beyond, building a team of superstars that win together, that grow together, that achieve miracles together. Everyone. The acronym TEAM stands for Together Everyone Achieves More. Together Everyone Achieves More or Together Everyone Achieves Miracles. So that's my wish for you guys. I hope you found that valuable. Again, if you'd like a complimentary breakthrough strategy session, go to mortgagemarketingcoach.com 
forward slash apply. All right, you guys, make it a great week. Thanks for listening. And uh, let's go out there and kick some ass, hustle hard. Remember, the dream is free, but the hustle is sold separately. Make it a great one, guys. Thanks for tuning in.